When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, Mike Molina, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Tevin Pittman. And we'll be right back, right after this Tom Bernard Show. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. and Al Franken <laughs> singing together. Unbelievable. I just want a <laughs> I used to love Alvin and the Chipmunks when I was a kid. 
I cannot, I'll tell you what, when, when, when Fawn was over for the weekend, for half the weekend, for Saturday and then Sunday morning or whatever it is, um, I cannot believe how magnificent um, animation is now. Yeah, it's gotten it's a lot better. gorgeous. It is How do you keep breaking beautiful. your headphones? <laughs> no, um, you're not on again. Oh. So you've just broken them entirely now? Oh, good. She's just... Hello? Would you leave it alone? How did you even manage that? <laughs> no, we can't hear you. No, they're broken. I can hear you. <sighs> blah, blah, blah. There we there go. There you go. Jeez. Leave it alone. Yeah, never touch it Do again. Do you want me to cough into the microphone? <laughs> when are you going to give up that fake cough anyway? Hey, you and Fawn. I was going to she's been milking it now for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order new cough a, buttons right now. A good because month. Because I'm sick mine of them. Mine is fine. Break. Yeah, yours has been fine the entire I've time. I've never had an issue with mine ever. All well, the other ones broke. Who uses this when I'm not here? A no lot of one. people. Ah, well, that's probably like a, what's going on. Don't try to blame it on someone else. It's <laughs> you, your fault. Rocco you blame mediates anytime anything goes wrong on everyone other than yourself in here. Someone touched my computer. I God. can't even get at her cough button from where I'm sitting, so don't give I'm me that. I'm not saying it wasn't you. It don't, was you. You're lying. He goes over yeah. here and hits it with a hammer. <laughs> yes, that's what I do. I hit it with a hammer. Meet Ryan. He's six years old, likes to play with toys, and has just been listed as one of Forbes' highest-earning YouTube celebrities. Per Business Insider, the young entrepreneur who hosts his family's Ryan Toys Review Channel on the video-sharing site helped his household bring in about $11 million in pre-tax income this year. What? what? That's YouTube $11 for you. $11 million. Why don't you two get off your ass and help your mom and dad out? Let's go. Yeah. YouTube wasn't a thing when I was Get a YouTube channel now. I probably now. would have been a star on YouTube. Oh, I don't think there's any questions. I well, was... this article, after we read it, I'll uh, explain why it's making so much money. Simply by opening toys and other products and reviewing them online, this monetized mastery of the unboxing phenomenon what The Verge has described as a blend of innocent childhood antics and re- relentless, often overwhelming consumerism, places Ryan's channel in the number eight slot on the Forbes list, tied with the slapstick team Smosh. Oh, what yeah. the hell is Smosh now? They've been around for a while. No idea. They're f- Never they're, it's comedy for kids, oh. basically. Alongside other big YouTube names like brothers Jake and Logan Paul, I don't know Minecraft who. Wiz, Daniel Dan TDM Middleton. More stuff for kids. And the controversial PewDiePie. More stuff for kids. Isn't he the guy that hates Jews? That's not how it... Yeah. He does... He's, what it is is um, he asks his audience, like, you know, oh, what crazy thing should I do next? So they said, you know, write oh. a... Attack Jews and he did it? No, that's not what happened at all. He did, he did attack Jews. No. Uh-huh. No one was attacked. <laughs> I don't know. He wrote something. Is that your impression? He wrote like you know Heil Hitler on a piece of cardboard that or something. Would be anti-Jew there, Andrew. That's not attacking any. Yeah. Heil Hitler yeah, is de- <laughs> definitely is close. That's definitely. Uh, in any case, uh, what makes Ryan unusual is obviously his age. He's definitely the youngest YouTube star we've ever seen. An industry analyst told The Verge in last December's profile. Ryan's parent posted his first video on March 2015 after the uh, YouTube-obsessed preschooler wanted to know why he couldn't dish on toys online like other kids. Per a tube filter interview from last year, in July of that year, 
The family experienced its first viral video, Ryan opening a giant egg surprise with more than 100 cars branded toys. The channel had exploded, has exploded since then, now with over 10 million subscribers and more than 16 million views, per the Washington Post. Ryan's parents told Tube Filter they mainly film on the weekends so it doesn't interfere with their son's schooling and that they pay. Why is he still going to school? Yeah, really. Right. It's worth 11 million. I just dropped out at six. Yeah, he That's could, great advice. He could retire. Yeah. He could retire right now. Okay, Be- so because he- his career couldn't tank anytime soon. Well, but right. if you once you have eleven million dollars, you're pretty much set. Wait, 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 wait. Vince Young, that. Whoa, So he just opens up toys. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. And plays with them. Yep. Yep. Harder than it looks. <laughs> There's a thing on YouTube going on right now. It's called Elsa Gate. Um, so. F- One major thing about YouTube monetization is that ads will play no matter who's watching the video or even if anyone's there. So what parents are doing is they're giving their kids an iPad, putting it on YouTube and just like, you know, opening up some toy channel or cartoon channel or something like that. And then the kids just kind of let it autoplay the next video ad infinitum. Um, And usually it'll do stuff like this. It'll be like this. It'll go to this kid's channel because... Uh, it's related to toys and it's for kids and that sort of thing. So a lot of it is just auto playing videos. But then apparently some people in China and or India, no one's quite sure, noticed this. So they rigged up an AI to just make it'll it just churns out videos with popular children's characters in them. So it'll like it'll have one of the videos will be, you know, Spider-Man and Batman will be doing something, and then the next video will be literally the exact same video, but swap out Spider-Man for Elsa, and it just churns those out nonstop. Okay, and they're making tons of money off of that. And because it's sponsored? And because you can, get, you can put ads on anything on YouTube, really. Alex, you should go on YouTube with Fawn as you teach her to speak <clears throat> sentences. People would love that. Hey, listen, like I said, Joe from Louisville already wants to hear Party On again. you got to play it for him. And again. as Joe from Louisville goes, so goes the world. You're damn right. <laughs> Just generally <laughs> how he likes it, works. it Joe, send in the like $11 million <laughs> for the playback of Have this. Have you heard about those weird those robots that are buying up the popular toys, too? Robots. That, well, some sort of. Oh, you were odd, talking. Yeah, about there's this. some sort of bot. I should guess not a robot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just walking around the world <laughs> and targets. R two D two. Yeah, they've got some sort of um, program that buys all of the popular toys, so that when the parents are searching for them oh. online, they have to pay like 500 yep. times markup oh, if they really want nice. the popular toy. Yeah, don't do that. Don't encourage these people. Isn't that horrible? Let them just waste all their money and then die in poverty. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't buy. Yeah, that's this, what they know, deserve. There's some sort of weird finger puppet that's really popular right now. Oh, God, now. yeah, those are so creepy. Fingerlings? Fingerlings. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea what they are. Well, they're just, for like five and up. Somebody so. was talking about, like, where can I find hugely popular? And they're supposed to be like, I don't know, fourteen ninety nine, let's say, in Target. I thought you meant the finger family videos, which are part of <laughs> Elsagate. No, this is the well, same. Those are super weird. They're and so creepy. Julia's watched those before, and yeah. I'm like, what the F is happening? Yeah. Really and, and people are paying like $100 for these stupid don't, fingerling things. Don't do that. I will not pay anything for anything. No. Fawn gets wooden blocks. Joe from Louisville <laughs> says he's still looking for his own $11 million. He'll get back to us. All right. So that'll be good. Hang on. Well, Make hey, he, he only has to work for what? Another like... 
200 years? Yeah, 200 years. That's not There you bad. go. No problem. Here we you were go. we were watching, and I can't say what the price of the house was. Oh, except that's before tax, so 400 years. Yes. No problem. So they were talking about talking about how much a house cost in uh, in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he built a house for blah, blah, blah. I figured with our house, if you took the money from our house that it cost to build, you could build 700 houses back in that era. <laughs> 700. Oh, but did you account for inflation? No. No. So, well, well although it wasn't that, that long ago. 1946, it, I, I think it was. money has about, I want to say about so doubled. Only doubled? 1956, you said? 1946, I think it was. Is that where it was, Alex? 1946? 1946. It's a wonderful life. I have no idea. I think it was right oh, after World okay. War II. Oh, okay, never mind. It has 13 times. There you go. Yeah. So 700 divided by 13. Yeah. So, so that's, that's still 53 houses. 53 it's houses? Still a lot of houses. Yeah, I remember when we first got a married. a neighborhood. Every time we had to buy something or repair something or replace something, it was like, you know, 700 bucks. Everything was like oh, 700 bucks. A new refrigerator, yep, yep. a new washer dryer set, whatever. 700? I thought it was expensive replacing my blower motor five years ago for 200. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying when we were first married. And oh. now now it's like, oh, the refrigerator broke. You got three grand. Mm, right. <laughs> it's oh, it's ridiculous. True. Everything is two, three, four thousand dollars Well, everything, everything is way nicer is the problem. Well, every- you can't get a fridge that's as crappy as a fridge from 40 years ago, even though a lot of people would like to get a fridge that cheap. But the thing is, is all these frid- all these things with all of these electronics and all this stuff, they, they die the, faster. The more There's always something yep. that's going to go wrong. You need just the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't buy any of this dryer. whistle, bells I'm and whistle sure stuff. I'm sure if you know where to look, you can get a fridge that's like the most plain thing in the universe. Yeah, you can. That has like, you know, one component and will never, ever break. Our washer and dryer is, they're 30 years old, and they work perfectly. Hey, there you go. So pretty old. So you 30 never use them. years? 30 wow. Years Do they have a slot for quarters? Yep. They've never been used. <laughs> that's why they still work. Mm. <laughs> I cloth diaper. They get plenty used. <laughs> they, get, they just what? have Jeeves come over and pick up the clothes. <laughs> yep. That's us. Jeeves the I do, butler. They have I a do, washer made. I do so much laundry. Because between workout clothes, Fawn's clothes, cloth diapers, regular clothes, work clothes... Sheets, toys, dog Dog toys. Oh, my God. It's like Mm. constant. Constant uh, laundry doing? Yes. I suppose that's true. Even before fun, it was like, I do so much laundry. Are you going to play party on quick before we forget? I was going to, but then everybody was Oh, here we go. Yeah, play it again because Joe wants to hear it. Okay, well, I have to, like, cue it up. It was all ready, and then everyone was talking. Cotto. 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 Bapple. Bapple. (laughs) Bapple. I like how she asks questions. Cotto? That's avocado. Avocado is cotto. Because it's, it's like, can I have avocado? Okay. Ready? Yeah, she had a new word. I no. could not understand what it was. It was something. Boof. She kept on saying, like, boof. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't no, just have no idea what this word is. I don't know. She wanted beef bourguignon. <laughs> yep. That's what it was. That's a little French. Beef, beef means beef in French. Yeah. Both so. is beef in French. And she goes, yeah. go. French. Um, Andy, would you put Just up the Mario Batali story? Ooh, is it this? That's the one right oh, there, yes. Okay, should I play this or no? Yeah. Okay. We're just waiting for you to finally come around and deliver. It's, I've been sitting here with it for 20 minutes. Oh, you minutes. poor dear. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from holding my hand up. Okay. Fun. Can you say party on? Party on. 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 Party on.
Party on. Put that on YouTube and let's say 11 million. She's got the greatest little voice. She's not wearing pants in it. Yeah, that's a problem. She's got a diaper on. She's not naked. Party on. (laughs) The latest lengthy dive into allegations of sexual misconduct comes via Eater. And as the publication suggests, involves a chef. Mario Batali has been named by four unnamed women as having touched them inappropriately in a pattern of behavior that appears to span at least two decades. Eater also says he was widely described as continually using sexual innuendo in his restaurants. Uh, three of the women were employed. Boy, they're going to arrest every uh, morning zoo radio disc jockey for that. It's all they do talk about. Yeah, really. Three of the women were employed by Batali at one point. The woman who was not says while at a party in New Orleans, someone collided with her spilling wine down her shirt. She alleges Batali just went to town and began rubbing her breast while saying something along the lines of, let me help you with that. Her characterization of him, he gets wasted, he's arrogant, and he acts like he's God's gift to women. Well, I've seen you, and I'm here to tell you you're not. Well, he's been married for like 23 years, so... Oh, well, that's not good news, is it? Yeah, you'd think he'd be, uh... I always thought he was gay. He does seem kind of gay. I don't know why, though. And now we'll get complaints about that. What do you mean by seems gay? Like, settle down. It's a vibe. Maybe he's overcompensating. (laughs) Oh, I think. He's got a Uh, beard, yeah. The other three accusers described having their buttocks or breasts grabbed. Eater reports that a complaint was made in October to Batali and Bastianich Hospitality Group, which is involved with 24 restaurants owned in part by Batali and Joe Bastianich, and that the chef was reprimanded and attended training. Now Batali says he's giving up day-to-day operations of his businesses and admitted that much of the behavior described does, in fact, match up with ways I have acted. Oh. That behavior was wrong, and there are no excuses. ABC said it had asked Batali to give up his co-hosting duties at The Chew while it reviews uh, the allegations. Oh, Anthony the Bourdain chew. foreshadowed the news, tweeting Sunday, Trust me, Monday's really going to suck. Mm. Uh, he retweeted, and then he tweeted, It's Batali, and it's bad. Well, I guess if he said he did it, then he said he what did are it. you going to do? He said he actually did it. I've talked to him before. He's actually a very pleasant guy. I didn't. Maybe when he drinks, he's arrogant. I don't know. It's probably like a drinking thing. Yeah. It's probably he's a drunk. Usually is. Probably drunk. <laughs> be true. In your opinion. In my opinion. He's a <laughs> there drunk we go. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's not get sued. <laughs> we'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your MyPillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. When you care about your job, you care about the job you do. At Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, they hire the best people, treat them right, and they treat you right when you call to schedule an appointment. Bryant Furnaces and Air Conditioners and the Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan are as good as it gets. This is Tom Bernard for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Visit SabreHeating.com for special savings on air conditioners. Plus, get more information on their Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Is this what you're 
Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Uh, for a while, it sounded kind of Caribbean. Come so on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together. I love this song. Perversion of What Are You Doing, New Year's Eve? Really? Best. My favorite Christmas song is Sukiyaki by Kiyo Sakamoto. It's phenomenal. Duh. Is that song really about a guy going to the, going to the gas chamber? What's it called? Uh, sukiyaki by Kiyu Sakamoto. Sukiyaki is a type of... It's food. Yeah. But they, I think they just called it Sukiyaki because Americans couldn't pronounce any other Japanese word. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a, it's it originally called Ue o Muite Aruko. So, Duh. yeah. And what does that mean? You're not going to be... I look up as I walk. I look up as I walk. Yeah, and people aren't going to be calling it that, so... What was the name of it? Uh, <laughs> Ue o Muite Aruko. Aruko. Which, yeah. Sukiyaki. is a lot easier to say. There's a lot of weird, depressing Christmas things. There are. Like, have you ever read the book The Little Match Girl? No, well, I never is. have. Here's Sukiyaki. You remember this, don't you? What's he saying, Andy? It's about a guy who, well, it's like, it's just like a generic, like, you know, I'm sad because of things that happened in the past. Um, well, that's, that's... This is a ripoff from another song. No, no, this is just an old, old song. Oh, this is like a 1957 or 8. Yeah, like it's just very old. This just sounds like a Western. It does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does. Very famous Doesn't Japanese it? Western. But the Actually. main, the main uh, theme behind it, he's looking up. So that his tears won't fall out of his eyes. Aww. See, I told you it was a very sweet song. It is a very sweet song. Sukiyaki has it's absolutely nice... nothing to do with the song. No, it doesn't. They just chose that name because it's a Japanese word that's easy to say. <laughs> that nice Americans Japanese could say, yes. Western. Yep. Uh, how so... many copies did it sell, Andy? Because I think it sold millions of copies. It was number one for 1961 to 1963 Holy in God. Australia, Canada, Japan, Norway... The U.S. Hot 100. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, there's all sorts of weird little things. Like you'll see a song by like you know some obscure band, and it was like number one for 300 years in you know Liechtenstein or something. <laughs> Liechtenstein. Who knows how that kind of thing happens? So it didn't say how many how many copies it sold because I think it sold several million copies. Uh, I don't know. It was made it, old Kiyu Sakamoto a lot of money. Is it? possible to tell because considering it's from another country and they might not well they do worldwide sales figures uh let's see not necessarily you can't necessarily i'll read a story while you're looking the hottest toy this holiday season might just be a five inch robotic monkey that grabs onto your fingers passes gas and sings a tune i love it i want three oh my god (laughs) the fingerling is this year's beanie baby or cabbage patch doll a 15 dollar creature that blinks and snores is coveted by millions of kids and their parents are scrambling to find them on store shelves and waiting for months online orders to be filled. Buying them. Yep. What? Bots are buying them. See? Well, that, that that's one of the toys that bots are buying. I'm sure it is. If it's a hot toy, they're buying them. Yep. Anything that's popular, the bots will buy. Like the, the uh, Nintendo Switch. I waited probably six extra months to buy one because people... Everyone was just buying them and then reselling them on eBay, and I was like, I'm not rewarding them with $100 for being scumbags. I agree. Good for you. Yeah, I'll just wait. You can be patient. Mm-hmm. I know. I That's. I wonder, you know, because when we were growing up, we always saw commercials 
Yes. All the time. And so yeah. it's like, I want that because it was in a commercial. Max, and oh my gosh. New but like, Doom's own danger. Waiting fun. for you. Mighty Max. Spiders, <laughs> oh my God. Dungeons, <laughs> yeah. And all, they all the catchy songs. Creepy crawlers. <laughs> oh my God. Creepy crawlers. Mm-hmm. But like, Talk we... about <laughs> <three else. laughs> He's not going to stop. Oh my God. Okay. So we don't plan on having Fawn mm. watch very much television, but then yeah. also she's not really going to see commercials because mm-hmm. we'll watch things like my nanny kids. They never watch TV. They watch stuff on like Netflix sure. and stuff like that or, or DVD it, or something. It was ninety yeah. percent seeing things on TV. Yeah. Being like, well, although <laughs> the other thing is they're going to see kids talking about or having these toys at school and they're going to be like well i want that yeah exactly so, yeah so it'll be interesting to it's like tamagotchi i never saw an ad for tamagotchi, yeah, tamagotchi. but, yeah, but those were so had, huge because everyone yeah. had one you had to get one too somehow tamago means egg in japanese tamago and so tamagotchi. it's my main goal to never bring her into a target or a toy store in her whole life remember yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> remember <laughs> kids <luck>. are us <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, Kids Are Us. Kids Are Us was You'd a big You'd go in oh there and it was like up to yeah. three stories of just nothing but toys for Horrible. kids. It was unbelievable. I, I went to a Babies R Us because somebody, oh, I was looking for. Yeah, we went to one. Noise canceling headphones. No, we went to Bye Bye Baby, which uh, we both ended up sitting on the floor <laughs> in the middle of the store like, there's just too much stuff. I know. Not one crib. 400 cribs. Yeah, it was like, oh, <laughs> not one stroller. 7,000 yeah. strollers. What? Car seat looks it's nice. Impossible. There's 7,000 options. It's crazy. And you just want to crawl in one and die. <laughs> Speaking of buying a lot of things, Sukiyaki sold 13 million copies 13 worldwide. 13 million wow. copies. Wow, yeah, he did pretty well. Yeah, Kiyo Sakamoto made out just fine. Uh-huh. That's a nice. It's a lot of yen right Although there. Although he died at 43, so. <laughs> he died? Yeah. How'd at 43. 43, yeah. That's... How did he die? From the uh, overworking uh, Japanese syndrome? Nope. He died on Japan Airlines Flight 123. Oh, my oh, God. No. Which was the second deadliest aircraft accident in history. Oh, Kyo. So that's a shame. What that's happened? It's just a, a consumer uh, or a commercial flight crashed. Well, it just crashed. Like, it just, just no went reason. down? Uh, some decompression. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, the the previous flight uh, had a tail strike when they were landing, and they didn't fix it properly. So oh, basically, the tail you. just ripped off, and yeah. Andy, would you do me a favor? Nice. Whoops. Would you look up uh, Taste of Honey's version of Sukiyaki? Because they actually sing, it's two black women, and they sing it in English. But I wonder if the words match. Oh, yeah. The only time I'm ever afraid of flying, really, is if you're in the situation where you're in the airport and they're like, oh, we're trying to fix something on the plane, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and you're great. delayed for like two hours. That and they're like, make we're you feel good confident now. Right. Yeah. I'm like, mm, maybe not. I swear I fixed it. Yeah. Right. Like, Although, would you, know you rather that... have it be quick? Like, yeah. oh, no. we're trying to fix something and like 10 minutes later, 10 minutes it's, later it's, it's fixed. Just no don't worry about yeah. thing. Like, do you want it done yeah, quick or do you want it? Yeah. Just let me get off the airplane while you're doing it. We'll fix it after we land. when they keep you on that airplane. I hate that so much. Like us and trying to leave Phoenix. Oh, what, my God. What year did Taste of Honey release it? Like 1980 or 81? 81, because I was working at Capitol. I worked this record, actually, at Capitol Records. Are you going to play? There we go. Sounds a lot more Asian than the other one. The other one sounded like a Western. I got the Shamison. 
to start singing or you just... It's all because of you I'm feeling sad and blue Yeah, it's pretty You went away Now my life is just right It's like Michael Jackson as a child yeah, It kind of does I love you so How much you'll never know Isn't that a beautiful song though? Just beautifully written. This song, I think I remember. Oh. When did this come out? 81. Huh? Where were you? I was uh, alive. Five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, you were. Uh, you were certainly alive. <laughs> that or you gave birth to me at four. What was the biggest song, Taste of Honey, ever? They had a massive Taste, hit. Yeah, they, they did. Honey. Taste oh. of Honey had a massive, massive hit. Massive? They were they were two very attractive uh, young boogie oogie oogie boogie oogie oogie get yep. oh that's right the disco years oh I know that song Everyone. I was gonna say Taste of Honey sounds familiar yeah. I they can't were, think of they yeah, were that, very nice that too. was a huge that's disco nice. hit during the disco years everyone was a one hit wonder they'd make a song and then just vanish not Donna Summer she had like yeah. three albums that were <clears throat> my God. I learned something on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire about Donna Summer. What? You found it at the same time. What was the song, She Works Hard for the Money? Who who was it written about? A prostitute? Was it a waitress? Was it a... What were the options? Was it a waitress? What is it? Her mom? No. She Works Hard for Her Money was about a certain certain form of labor that a woman did. Nurse? A nurse was one of the choices. It was nurse. It was uh, waitress. waitress. It was prostitute. No, Not it prostitute. wasn't prostitute. No, it wasn't. no. Stripper. God. I think that nice might be two women <laughs> role <laughs> models. You, yeah, you guys go, and said prostitute. Well, that's what people sing about. They sing about you know things that are going to catch your ear. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't any sex nope. trade. Okay. 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 It's not waitress. It's not nurse. Okay. What are difficult? Teacher. Is Teacher was another one. Teacher's that was, a that hard was the third job, one. And nurse. then the fourth one was what it actually was. Dental hygienist would be a terrible job. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Oh. They, get, they get paid well. They do. I know, but well, they but work still, hard for the money. Yes, they do. Having to have <laughs> spit all over your hands all day? No, thank you. More gloves. They have to do all the dirty work, yeah. and then the dentist goes in, pokes one tooth, and says, you need a filling. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. she actually wrote the song when she met a bathroom attendant. I never would have guessed that. I never would no, have. No, neither would we. Years. I thought for sure it was probably waitress. Last time you seen a bathroom attendant? Remember the show Taxi? In my bathroom well, <laughs> every day. Remember the show Taxi? And Danny DeVito was on Taxi. He was a guy who, who he was a cab dispatcher. Yeah. I don't know if I told you this guy's uh, you guys this or not, but uh, Donna Summer and I were dating for quite some time, but I had to break up with it because she started shaking it for other guys. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Danny. I remember the first time I ever saw a bathroom attendant was down in Texas. Up Texas. They had this they had this giant shelf with hairspray, mm. lipstick, mm. makeup. In Florida's the only time I've ever seen. It. I was like, who's going to use anybody else? Oh, let's all rat our hair with this yeah. one comb and then put That's a bunch weird. of AquaNet on it. Well, it was the weirdest to, thing. They're supposed to they give you drop it towels. in a thing of barbicide. Yeah, and then the, yeah. and then the I don't think that was happening. They give this you wasn't a high fresh class towels and a mint. Fawn is my bathroom attendant. Do you know what she does? No. She flushes the toilet and goes, bye. <laughs> bye. 
<laughs> so you should tip her. I should totally tip her. She opens and closes cupboards and then flushes the toilet. How Bye. Would, how would you like a job where you stand in a room with poop I, smell? Yeah. Yeah. people grunting. Yeah. Oh, they just have awkward conversations as people are washing their hands. <laughs> but I could see it. it in the ladies' room, but in the men's room, it's why? even worse. Why? Why in the ladies' room? I don't Women know. Women poop you, too, What do you Mike? think we're doing in there? People think we're cleaner than we are. Men are grosser. No, when I was, in, well, when I was traveling overall. through India, there were a lot of bathroom attendants, and they would hand you a little oh, tiny itty bitty paper towel to wash your, to dry your hands with, and you know, and they were they looked so poor. Yeah. I mean, they well, looked. They probably were. They had like hardly any teeth and stuff, well, it's and it was like, than oh the my god. the attendant in the men's room handed out condoms and lube and yeah, stuff. That's true. Yeah. Like, I'll take ten of each. Yeah, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather dispense <laughs> tampons and condoms. Yeah. Not getting used. Aspirin. I just all I know is I don't want to be a bathroom attendant. No. No. <laughs> Never could. No, I I, couldn't I, do it. I overtipped the bathroom attendants yeah. in India. Let me tell you. Yeah. you did. Pretty sure they made Here, like a year's salary. Yeah. I'm sure India is very bad, but also two it places I would not want to be is International Airport or the gym. Yuck. Gym. gym. Yeah. That's where I got. This. I can barely go into a gym locker room because it's just. <laughs> it's, there's no air in there. No. It's it just depends like on the gym. My gym locker room is nice. Oh, oh my god. Man, Leave funny. it alone. Stop. I have it. to call. God, you're a disaster. No, you broke there. it again. It's there working. you go. Ha, ha. There, now it's working. They didn't break it. I was coughing. For once. Oh my gosh. Way to break up all the equipment, Catherine. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Did you just break it again? No. no she was okay. covering up her mouth. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, we just had Hilermo del Toro's uh Del Toro on the show. We, we should have him on this show actually. Whenever you say his name, you should have Hilermo. to go. Hilermo. <laughs> Bullfighter. Hilermo. Hilermo. We're not going Hilermo. I called him Hilermo and he said fine. I called him his, Willie actually. Well, his name is Hilermo. Hilermo yeah. del Toro. You're obs- Pico de Gallo. Like don't even start with me. Picadillo. That's what you can't say Hilermo. Hostility towards you today. It really is. What's that all? About. So, well, he's like so obsessive about doing correct accents, and then I'm telling him his correct name, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to say it that way." I wonder if anyone's ever called him Guillermo. One hundred percent. Just call, yeah. call him Willie the Bull because that's what it means. It does. Guillermo del Toro he means to, Willie the Bull. He needs to be a bullfighter with that name. He is a great guy, by the way. Really, really. You know that he had a man cave at his house. I'm not surprised. 11,000 square feet. I'm also not surprised. Oh, I thought you were just going to stop at Man Cave. I was like, there's that's, quite a few people around the world. That's that. a giant Did you know house. that Guillermo yeah. del Toro owns a television? He owns a television. No, actually, his Man Cave is two houses that have that's insane. A, uh, a walkway between them. You can't that's, even use that much His wife must space. be a real battle axe. <laughs> I need to get away. Nah. Nice. I need just two houses to get away from my one house. All right, we'll be back. What's his face joins us next. I <laughs> know. Tom Bernard Show. Is this the Greek national anthem? It's a Greek Christmas carol. It's a Greek Christmas carol. Hey, Kostaki, do you even know the Greek national anthem by heart? No. Ah. What kind of Greek are you? How do you not Fraudulent. know the Greek national anthem? I'm a very American Greek. I it's don't speak Greek. True. Not at all? Well, I know a little bit. Hey, you're not riding the subway this morning, were you? 
No. Yeah. Thank God. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, he got like a little bit of yeah, you got some heat dust. on him. <laughs> yeah. I that, saw the headline that that guy made the bomb at work. I was like, well, at least he didn't show anybody his penis at work. <laughs> <laughs> then it would have been over for him. Yeah, so he would have had to wrap it up then. It was progress. Yeah, he detonated the bomb and only hit himself, and he still fared better than uh, Ween Master or whatever his name was. Ween Master. I'm sure it was Ween Master. Yeah. Weinstein, that's it. Yes, Ween Master. Ween Master. I like that nickname. <laughs> the Ween Master. Hey, I heard you're having dinner with Mario Batali tonight. Is that right? What? What? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he goes, no, no, no. No. Have you heard about that? I did just I saw it. I just saw that headline. Too. I just can't believe it. It's unbelievable. And he admitted to it. So, yeah, that's one we know he happened. He did admit to it. What's the matter with us? Didn't they hear, learn anything from Bill Clinton? Always deny everything. I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that right. woman. Even though his sperm was on her dress, he still denied having relations with her. Right. It's like, right. how can you deny it? Your it, stuff is there. It was planted there by the Wisconsin police. Yeah. Oh, the Wisconsin police. I would say that, uh, that she could have bought it off Hillary, but I don't think Hillary's ever seen any of that. <laughs> It's like, it's like Ted Kennedy at Chappaquiddick. Oh, I thought it was a parking spot. I mean, come on. I just love it how, how all these politicians, each political party tries to claim the high moral ground. Yeah. Both of you parties are so filthy, it's unbelievable. Oh, it's the worst yeah. and always the moral have been. high ground. Yeah, okay. Look at us. We're so much better than you. God. That's disgusting. True uh, what are you going to do? So the Vikings have never in their history won nine games in a row, and they still haven't. Hmm. Well, pretty good team, though. Yeah, they still are. Pretty good team. So we lost the ninth game? Yep, we oh. lost yesterday. The only thing I'm worried about, Kostaki, is that three of our <laughs> offensive linemen are hurt, and those are the three guys that kept everybody off of Casey Kasem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I keep laughing about that clip. That was one of the great clips of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Where he starts swearing at his coworkers. Yeah. He just slowly unravels. <laughs> yeah. I know he starts out all professional. <laughs> turns into a psychopath in two come minutes. I've got to come out of these songs with the dog. <laughs> oh, man. That is really great. Actually, Are so- there more clips like that of other people I don't know about? Yes. Well, I'm, yeah, sure like you've heard, I'm sure you've heard the Green Peas uh we know of a remote farm in Lincolnshire. That one? Oh, Orson Welles? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. There was, there was one where he's doing an ad for peas, and he keeps saying, like, so, like, he... In July. In July, peas grow there, but then in the commercial, it's showing, like, snowy fields, and he's like, well, should we... Isn't that the fun of it? If you show me any possible way to begin a sentence with that word... Yeah. Wh- remember what he says? Well, yeah, I know that part. But what was the word that he said? It was something. It was something. It's difficult to start a sentence. With. I can't remember. But um, yeah, and I'm sure you've seen the uh, Orson Welles. Nah, the French champagne. Nah, the French champagne. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the other French champagnes, it's known for its excellence. <laughs> you haven't heard that one? No. Oh, he's so drunk, he you, can't even talk. Just look up Orson Welles drunk, and it'll be the first one on there. It's you the could Paul Messon. You could play it for him, Paul Kostaki, you remember this one. Oh, Here we go. I'm doing TV, and I got 18. God damn it. Can't everybody stop for 10 Berman. minutes? I mean, everybody seems that that's the only... Everybody can we stick... Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not that much to ask. Is that when everybody has to move when I'm trying to concentrate? Jesus. And you guys thought I was a pain. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys thought I was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, there are... there Anybody who's Turn ever... Turn camera. Marks. One, oh. two, take one. <laughs> With overlap, action, please. <laughs> he just staring. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> he is so drunk. He has no idea where he is. Right? Did he just do anything? <laughs> no, it's, it's, sorry, cut. Yeah, rolling. One, two, take two. Ah, the French champagne. It's always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. Wow. It's like a joke. By that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So Paul Masson. God, uh, there's a. I don't. Know, hopefully, it's not around anymore. But for many years ago, there was this young producer that was just annoying the hell out of me. And I mean, he just wouldn't stop. Oh, could you try it this way? Could you try it that way? Let's try it with this mic. Let's try it with that mic. Let's try it. Okay, okay, buddy. I said, what'd you say? And you could hear me doing this. I go, what'd you say? He goes, what? I said, did you just call me your buddy? And he goes, yeah, why? What's... I said, don't call me your buddy. And he says to me, what should I call you? And there's a pause, and I go, call me Dr. Death. Why did you say that? I think I might have been out to lunch and had a uh, glass of wine or two at lunch. Dr. Death. Call me Dr. Death. It's better than Captain Whammo. Captain Whammo was the one that hired me at uh, KSTP and mm-hmm. began my career. Captain Whammo? Yeah. He he worked in Chicago, Captain Whammo. He's the guy who gave you the name Catman, right? He's the one who gave me the name Catman. Does he still go by Captain Whammo? I don't think he's on the air anymore. Jim Chanel is his real name. I love that these these guys brand themselves with some name that sort of sounds really outdated, like 30 years later. Yeah, Yeah, 30 years later, it's really outdated. (laughs) Well, 30 years ago, this was your buddy caught on a hot mic, too. This is Howard Cosell for American Contemporary Radio. Is it working now, Gilly? All right, let's go. Good Lord, let's go. Thank you. (coughs) What? (laughs) It still sounds bad? It did sound bad. I thought you said it was working all right. Is it working all right or not? If not, I'll share a microphone with Mr. Axtell. I have no more time. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, one of these days we're going to get to the football picks. Yeah, around. I was going to say, because oh, yeah. he's, told one, he's oh, told one this is, joke. This is way more fun for me. <laughs> you don't have to work? Really funny. Yeah, just listening to clips on the phone. That's my, my job. Name, my name's Nakastaki. I pronounce it Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard oh, that, did you? Tom, what was the name of the, uh, foot, the Vikings football coach that lost his mind on... Remember, he was swearing. No, the older guy. The oh, Jerry Burns. Jerry Burns has another great one. Look that one up, Kostak. You will laugh. Get ready to, for days. Get ready for the edit here, Molina. But Jerry Burns was a head coach of Minnesota Vikings, and he was this old guy. And he, ah, oh, you sons of bitches, come in. All, all you ever do is you, 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 you come in, and you complain every day, and you ask this question. You, you, you sons of bitches are unbelievable. And then there's a long pause. He goes. You fuckers. <laughs> so was that the funny. Burns of Burnsy's bedtime story? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> it is so funny. If you I just ju- if you just Google Jerry Burns Vikings, the second result is what we're what oh, you're looking for okay. on YouTube. Jerry yeah, it, Burns uncensored. Well, yeah, we can't even play it because love, there's so many swear words. I love your advice. Just look up Orson Welles drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. All right, so we had there were two games in L.A. amid wildfires, and in Cleveland there was a dumpster fire. Oh my goodness! There was. Come oh on, Browns. God. Josh Gordon is trying to stay off drugs. Give him a chance. Fourteen points up in the fourth quarter, and you lose uh, in overtime. Then they had overtime. to pay a commission to the Falcons. That's an awful way to lose. Uh, that hurts. They're 0 and 13 now. The Browns. Yeah. Well, oh. I hope nothing unlucky happens to them. <laughs> like last year when they were 0 and 13. You mean like oh, that? That's so terrible. Josh Gordon hadn't scored since 2013. Like the Democrats. It's Whoa. been a while. Oh man. <laughs> a fan. Do you see this? Has been raising money for the 0 and 16 parade. Right? Oh. And you have to have ten thousand dollars for the city to pay for security and stuff if you have a parade. And so he had a GoFundMe thing, and he had like two grand in there. And then Excedrin donated the final amount. How Excedrin? great is that? Excedrin. <laughs> you give me a headache. That's a great sponsorship <laughs> idea. At least, it is. at least it wasn't my doll. <laughs> well, that's true. Can we get Jägermeister to sponsor the news lately? That would really be helpful. Yes. Thanks. God, I drank it one time, and I think I projectile hurled for about a month. <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's oh. it's, it's, a, it's a potion. It's like black licorice. Yeah, it's, it's a potion is what it is. But it's Nasty. super, super, super. It's, it's something Viking berserkers drank so they didn't feel pain. Right. It's As David Tell says, uh, you can use it for time travel. Yeah. <laughs> like today's absence. Yeah. Behold, as I go a month into the future. <laughs> And then we had snow in Buffalo, that game. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. The snow great. in Buffalo? During Why do they have an outdoor stadium? Crazy, crazy snow. Pull up a clip of that if you oh, haven't Oh, I seen saw it. it. I did see it. It was a that, foot of snow, right? Yeah. During the game, they got eight inches. Way more oh. than my wife got. Huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. There you go. Okay. That's a super groan right Thanks there. For, <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. <laughs> See, that's, that's interesting because... Great Should we fire idea. him right now? <laughs> it's interesting because you could Don't say more <laughs> or less, and they're both jokes, but they're both, you know... Yeah, you've got to go self-deprecate. Yeah, it's, it's a versatile... All right. right. Nice. Thanks for sticking up for us. <laughs> yeah. God, Andy. You can go, too. <laughs> By the way, that's what you want when you're freezing your ass off, rooting for your mediocre team to beat a bad team. Overtime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Why did they have an outdoor stadium? That was a lot of snow. Why did we have an outdoor stadium? Yeah, we should have never given up that outdoor stadium. Because that was a mistake. Because it's, it's a team advantage to so these kind they, of moments. They're fun. Yeah. yeah it's I guess yeah. If you have like you know Alabama come up here, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're screwed. They're used to training in the cold. <laughs> Alabama, that's your NFL. <laughs> yeah. You know, those the Al- guys. The Alabama, you know, tumbleweeds. <laughs> I do think Alabama could probably beat the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah. maybe at this point. Like I could beat the Cleveland. <laughs> Yeah. They're, so into, great. they're so into college no. football. Why don't they have an NFL team? It is weird. It's very yeah. weird. How into football yeah. they are. It would be great if they would relegate NFL teams into the college level and <laughs> have, have the two best college teams move up. I'm kind of surprised they don't. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like a cage match. You know, Whoever wins gets to get free of the, uh, the college world. <laughs> 
that Bills game was fun to watch. It, it was so white, it owns the Friends DVD box set. That's white. That's, <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was so white, it thinks Blake Shelton is the sexiest man alive. <laughs> he, why oh why was he picked as the sexiest man alive? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that game was so white, it went to an ugly sweater party. That's a white. <laughs> Thank Those you. Are, yeah. It went apple picking and bought a Prius. <laughs> hey, hey, I've been apple picking. It, it voted for Jill Stein and was drinking a pumpkin spice latte. That was a white game. I feel oh, like no, you're no, describing me. You got a moleskin notebook over there somewhere? Damn it. Cause... <laughs> Are you watching me? Listen That's to the funny. NPR and watching The Wire. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All I ever do. <laughs> <laughs> So Carson Wentz tore his ACL. That's the big news today. Um, an eagle with a bad knee. That should be the symbol of America. Wobbling <laughs> right? around. You know, maybe an eagle with a bad knee and a lot of student loan debt. It's, right? it's a possibility, you know. So the quarterback of the best team is going to miss the rest of the season. It's a shame we can't get spare parts for these guys. Yeah. Like a car, you know. Have Johnny Menzel hanging around drinking in case someone needs a knee or a collarbone. Or something. <laughs> it's not a bad plan. <laughs> When he heard that Carson was going to be gone, Jay Leno said he's available. Oh, <laughs> God. Really? There's an old reference. <laughs> yeah, everybody, that's very funny. Who's Jay Leno? <laughs> Carson was going to be Come gone. on, we were just playing uh, Orson Welles drunk. Come on. Yeah, that's true. That's these a good are, point. These are old references. That's they a are. very good point. Cam Newton is trying to popularize the brimless hat. You know what would be popular? A wordless cam. That would be great. <laughs> was he really wearing a fez after the game yes. yesterday? Yes. What? What is well, wrong with him? Fez-ish, yeah. Fez-ish. You mean ishy fez? <laughs> Ish. Uh, that sounds like an uncle. Fez-ish. It, it does look like... It's like a... I, it's halfway between a fez and one of those, like, Kwanzaa hats. Let me see it. A yeah, Kwanzaa little... hat. You know what I mean. It's a little shrinery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Cam, we already shrinery. have a brimless hat. It's called a yarmulke. Oh, what my <laughs> God. He is such an embarrassment to humanity. Is that it's Hebrew on the side? It looks like Hebrew, yeah. It does. At least he won. Oh, no. no it's not. <laughs> yeah, he did win. <laughs> he had that 62-yard run that was pretty impressive. <laughs> and Blair Walsh missed another field goal. On the Blair power rankings, he just oh, moved below God. Blair from Facts of Life. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of negative. What the show? Blair Witch Project and Tony Blair yeah. and Linda Blair. Linda Blair. And Rocky Blair. <laughs> Blyer. Well, it's Rocky Blyer, yeah. I was going to yeah. say it's Rocky Blyer from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Huh? There's a memory for you. I just see that's good. How many old references can we do in yeah. one segment? Can How you, many? Can you stay, stay with us for another segment for a few minutes? Uh, i got to be out at the top of the hour. You're a what, disaster. What's your window? Uh, we'll be back in two minutes, so five no, minutes. No, we're done with this hour. <laughs> well, we could start the third Let hour. Let me do a closer and scram. That's fine. Oh, God. This okay. is a tweet from a listener. It made me giggle. It's probably an old joke, but it's well written. Okay. He's a Bengals fan. He says they call them the possums because they play dead at home and get killed on the road. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. It's giggle worthy. I like the fact that you don't have to write anything when you come on this show. <laughs> We just schmooze about all these other cultural things and everything. It goes but- better when I just listen to uh, drunken Orson Welles. That's hilarious. I'm going to go look uh, up some more the, stuff. The French. Well, he's yep. got to be happy. Another uh, win for Garoppolo. 
Exactly. That's right. Think about Janine that. Janine Garoppolo? Yes, Janine Garoppolo. <laughs> Janine Garoppolo. All right, Kostaki, we'll talk to you next week, and that's that's going to do it before Christmas yeah. next week. Oh, okay. Birthday. You are around next week, though. Oh, absolutely. All right. All right. Well, go Vikings, and uh, I'm going to look up some more funny clips. I'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kostaki. <laughs> All right, see ya. We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show.